I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're going to put this, this is going out. It's, it's Christmas, Flav. It's Christmas Day it's right Christmas now. Time. There's no need to be afraid. Uh, Thank Christmas God it's, it's them instead of you. Yeah. Thank God it's them yeah. instead of you. We and I agree. Thank <laughs> God it's them. <laughs> How many people do that? When they, they hear this one, they've heard all the, they've heard all the Christmas songs. And they then they hear this one. They say everyone's done that. They and they they, they, say, they go yeah. And they hang on. And they banish light. No, was it? They banish light and they something shade. I've read it. But basically, they emphasise particular lines. Um, yeah, like but it's like I'm, I'm, even when I was a kid, I remember. Well, I, I remember being confused by that. Like sitting down, and they go, thank God it's them. Instead of you, who's like, singing which line on that? That's just a that Bono. Bono sung that line. That's, is that your favourite line? I mean, I don't have any. I think it's just. I think it's a pretty shit song. I don't really like it. It's, I turn it off it's a great song. Oh, yeah, no, it's a great song, is it? It's great, mate. It's a, it's a record-breaking I, song. Listen to me. I'm saying that. Let that in light and banish shade. Thank you, Rap weird. Summers. Weird, isn't it? It's weird. Like, thank God. Like, we'll do everything we can. Just make sure it's them still and not us. Yeah. My favourite line is um in our world of plenty boy george <laughs> superb it's really just people don't give him the credit it deserves for his voice because obviously he um he did so much drugs that he's kind of lost it a little bit now he hasn't got the same power but the smoothness and the tone is always high level for me with boy i think that's worthwhile giving that up in for a life world. of party and drugs if oh, someone said you could sing really nice or have a life of party and drugs i'll go mm, that one i go put your hands together be Bono yeah. and change like the world and change the world yeah um yeah uh, Mary... one just, just sorry, go, go, oh, sorry go. Go. one more one more um <laughs> the uh another line have you got another line? anyone else got a line in the chat we'll read them out i'll sing them christmas no, day it's christmas day remember stay wrong creepy, creepy christmas song um fuck baby it's cold outside yeah i had to go away but baby it's cold um, I think I'm gonna weird. rape you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that's, that's a line, isn't it? I'm sure that's a line. <laughs> in, a, in a world, <laughs> in, in a modern era where no means no, <laughs> she must say no yeah. about 19 times in that song before going, okay, go on then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So creepy. Like They're, to- they're complaining about <laughs> using the F word in... in ta- um, was it Tales of New York City? Tales of New York City, yeah, yeah. I think it is that, yeah. Like, but that was just, it's just proper. But then can't then play this song. Uh, go back and listen. Was it? It's called Baby It's Cold Outside, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I know it's, it's supposed to be Christmas. I think we did this on the pod of, like, about, wait, do you remember we did like naughty, weird lyrics? And that oh, was, well, that, we did that, this one. Yeah, we did go through it. I'd love to see a rewrite, but I'd love to see a, you know, a politically correct rewrite. Yeah, I really I mean, can just... stay, then I'll call you a cow. Yeah. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the song. Short yeah. one. Are you yeah. sure you don't want to stay? Back off, pal. Yeah. yeah, it really is. A, it's a short song. Well, maybe it's cold outside. Mate, I'm going to fuck. You should, you should knock him out. Yeah. Sock him. I know. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. Yeah, but baby, it's go seriously back off. Oh. <laughs> baby, it's I've got a fucking taser. Yeah, <laughs> I really can't stay. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Happy New. Happy. Happy. Uh, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, 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 happy Christmas! Yeah, happy Christmas, everyone. We are we are recording this obviously before Christmas. You're not. You're not idiots. You don't think it's actually Christmas Day, but we're going to put this out on Christmas Day. Um, stolen completely from True Geordie, um, but it's it's. I like the idea of it. I always think that's a great thing that Geordie does. Does his Christmas what? podcast? Does a Christmas Day podcast, isn't he? Oh, is that you? Don't say st- stolen. I mean, you won't see this, will you? So. No. Although on on the kickoff this week, he went. I didn't realize. I was. I didn't realize. You know when like everyone's talking and sometimes you don't catch everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> like them. Um, <laughs> Um, he, he went. Um, he went. Calm take. He pointed at me. Went calm take. Nicking one of yours, and I wasn't listening. I was he like, said, oh, "Nicking one of yours." Nicking one of your things. Can't take. What's up? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. Pl- I mean, surely he's too busy to watch this shit. Not this shit. This is a good podcast. Yeah, we love it. We do. It's good to be self-deprecating. Merry Christmas, Jim. Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas, mate. What did you? What, how was your? How was your Christmas morning? Well, it was wonderful. It was lovely. I, uh, I, I got some presents. I gave some presents. Um, Frank. <laughs> yeah. So, so Campbell, how was your Christmas day? <laughs> yes. So we well, sat down. It, it was the twenty fifth. <laughs> it was the twenty fifth December, and uh, there were people in the living room. Uh, Santa Claus had come. Uh, he left some presents under the under the tree. There <laughs> were presents under the tree, and uh, they were wrapped. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Father Christmas came. He always does. And he always he will. Was. And he always will come. You always will come on on that twenty fifth and Christmas Day, and uh, yeah. ate a lot, ate a lot. What yeah. do you think Sol Campbell gets for Christmas? Like he's got, he's a rich man. I, I think he gets like, I think he like he's old school, right? He likes, he doesn't like sat navs. He still uses a map. <laughs> I, like I'd imagine he would get, he would be given a, he would be given a very expensive bottle of wine that he doesn't truly know if it's good or not. Yeah, he'd just go okay. And right. won't drink it. That's that's uh, thank you. It's French. Yeah, well, it's, like, it's perfect. Yeah. He's great for wine. He'd be that's a, that's a, that's a, that's the media route he needs to go down. It's, 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 it's a bit of 19, 
55. Uh, it's a it's a on block. Perfect. Perfect. He could also be an art critic as well. And if you notice the way they explain art in books and on, um, you know, like the little cards next, if you go to a museum and you look, look at a piece of fine art, it's just a literal explanation of what is on the painting. No explanation of the thought or feeling behind it. You have to make that up yourself, apparently. There's no right or wrong answer. But what you will get is this is a painting used with oil paint on a lovely canvas, and there's a frame around the piece of art, and then on it is oil paint. Be perfect for that. He would be good for that. And, and he would like, to, I, 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 I can imagine him sort of swanning about at, at exhibitions. And again, just waff, just waff, just saying nothing, just filling space. Right. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk about him on Christmas Day. He's ruining it. Absolutely, he's ruining, he's ruining Christmas Day. Rob Turner says, Sol Campbell gets a Tottenham shirt uh, every holiday from his mum because she goes, it's a football shirt. <laughs> Bit like you, that happened to you, didn't it? Your Ian Wright book. Yeah, Ian Wright with Ian. Because I got it openly. I was like, well, is this a joke? Like and I was like, oh, because oh, obviously I wouldn't want to read a whole book about an Arsenal player legend. Do you know what so, I wouldn't? No. Why I wouldn't read Ian Wright's book? Why? Because I'm there for the tears. I want to see him cry. There's nothing. There's nothing that gets me going more yeah. in a good way. As in, like I just love you, Ian, so much because you so emotional and you cry, he cries all the time. And then I saw my PE teacher and I was crying. <coughs> what an amazing human being. I used to, I would do that sometimes. I just go on. I just need a bit of a, I need an emotional fill up. Ian Wright, crying. Yummy. On YouTube. So on a book, I'm not getting those tears. Unless there's, unless there's, you know, there's like a section about a, a quarter of the way through pictures and then another one pictures. I'd have to, as long as, as long as there's tears in there, then maybe I'll give it a spin. Um. Anyway. He's, he's one of the few... Uh, probably the only Arsenal player that I think is all right. Who's second? Who are your top three likable Arsenal people? Um, I would have to. You chuck say... Wenger in there? You chuck Wenger in there? No, I wouldn't chuck Wenger in there. What are you talking about? That's a stupid suggestion. Said, um, always, you've always sung his praises. I've what a great manager he was. Therefore, how much pain he's caused me. He's a good egg, don't he? He's a good egg. Oh yeah, easy because. There was rumours in these early days about. <laughs> That's so lazy, wasn't it? That's when fans were really lazy. How? What is? Is he old? Does he look a bit funny? Pedo. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes. He, he gives sweets to ch- the sweets to children. So lazy. No one actually thought Wenger abused children. Obviously, thank God. But um, it did go too far, and one day I did get banned from a forum. <laughs> Significant forum for saying I have I have actual evidence that he does. <laughs> oh my god! Which he doesn't. Which he doesn't. Which he doesn't. Okay, no, he doesn't. He Merry doesn't. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry right. Christmas. Let's get into it. Lots of comments to make our way through. Boxing Day derby games. Can you share your screen. I don't know. I have to ask this every time. I can't see what you're looking at. You can see it. I can't. Merry Christmas, Jim. That's crucial. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Yeah, you little prick. Uh, the, um, yeah, you'll need to see the screen because we have uh, we've got birds in that. We've got uh, so many. I today will be a special day, not because it's Christmas Day, but because we will. And this is a promise, guys. So if you don't want it, out. 
We said it last week. Get out if you do not want 20 minutes of me reading out comments about Lincoln City's badge. Get out. This isn't the podcast for you. Is there, is there that much about, about Lincoln City's badge? So many comments on Lincoln. There's, that we are today. We will be getting to the bottom of Lincoln City's badge. I can't wait because this is one. Of, you know, I don't really remember much of what's in the last pod. I remember that. Uh, um, I think it was on Lewis's account where he says, "What?" Uh, where I was asking the questions. What, well, I can't remember exactly. What it was. Why is there a goblin standing on one leg? It doesn't make noise. <laughs> so why, is really... why, why is it on one leg? Uh, speaking of quotes of the pod, let's get into it. Quote of the pod. So last week, if you missed last week's pod, uh, it did alright. 18k, which is lovely. People seem to enjoy it. High, high watch time. Really high. Really? Yeah. Really? People loving that's it. Good. People loving that's it. good news. I think so it maybe... must have been that. It must have been that. Do you reckon? It must have been, yeah, the signalling. Well, look, we're just doing due diligence, really, giving everyone a chance to enjoy every aspect of the show. <laughs> exactly. Um, so hopefully, I mean, if you are, if you have just been um, skimming along there, because we were talking about all sorts in the first 10 minutes, and then you see me go like that, I'm doing it again. Uh, sorry, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Next, the next left. Next left. Quite the pod, Michael Mayer. Uh, and we've do what I do like if you if there's quotes of the pod and you like them, click the like button on that comment because we've got ourselves a top well hey, we've got a top three top three comments actually in terms of likes. Remember Chris Eubank and number six thugs with Cecilia. That's a nightmare. That is just really unfortunate. It's also, you can't, like, that's a speech impediment. It's like you're taking a piss out of someone with I one leg. Was, no, other. I wasn't. I was saying it was unfortunate. I was actually showing, being very genuine and empathetic. I'm giddy. Like, it's, Christ, it's Christmas you know, Day. It's Christmas you know, Day. Roy, Roy Hodgson, you can't say Roy Hodgson anymore because it's not fair on him. <laughs> it's not fair on him. Fair <laughs> it's not fair. Life ain't fair, is it, Roy? <laughs> yeah. actually, no, see, Snapchat. I think, Snapchat. Even... <laughs> oh, that's, see, that's just an in-joke for us. They, not even the slugs get that. Well, no, I think we're doing... No, no, they, we definitely, they've definitely heard it. We were speaking about it yesterday um, on, on Twitch. And we were saying, Rob Turner's here now, actually. All, it says, all cut, we'll cut that. I don't think I'll cut any of it, actually. It's Christmas Day. Day. It's Christmas Day. Uh, Christmas. It, we were saying how good... It'd be great to do a uh, Jaffan quiz of, like, who said blah, blah, blah. I mean, the, the bulk of them will be you. But I, I just think it'd be good. And, and really just lean into the nicheness. All right. Right, top three. Actually, we'll kick off with one that wasn't in the top three. Didn't get a single like, but I think I think a lot of people seem to enjoy it. Ben Jones, wow, thumb ring. How many people could pull that off? Um, that was funny because we spoke to Sam about it again after recording and sent him the picture that Louis, uh, who the, the Flavin James social media, James Flavin social media guy, um, and uh, we sent it to him like, oh, my God. And everyone responded to it in the group saying, I can't believe you said that to him. <laughs> Sounds wow. like it was a compliment. It was brutal, literally. Because there was layers of, there was, in the office, there was layers of, uh, you know, there's like a row, a row. And then he was always in the back corner. So he'd kind of popped in. He'd sort of, I think he got, he got introduced to me. He was like, he was in bits. I was like, please stand up. Stop kissing my hand. Up you get, up you get, up you get. And then he went to the next row, and then he got to the got to the end bit, and he got to he got to Sam, and there and there he was, Sam ready to pounce, and a young uh, work experience, young lad just trying to make his way, trying to make a good impression. And do you know what I worry about? I worry that earlier that day he's gone, he's gone like he's gone like this, he's gone. Do I? Do I? Yeah. 
No, I think it's cool. Now <laughs> <laughs> imagine he's and he, as soon as he got out, uh, when he got out, he went, "Fuck! I fucking knew it! Fucking I knew I shouldn't have left it. On plane." <laughs> it's and those it's a leather thumb ring, thumb ring you got on holiday in Spain. Fucking thumb ring, <laughs> Jim. It's a leather thumb ring that you got on holiday in Spain. Did you ask him? <laughs> no, I just made it up. All right, leather, leather. A leather thumb ring. Smells, smells, isn't it? He sniffs it. He probably sniffs it. A little pattern on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got it's got a tan mark done? when he takes it off. Just All right, it let's so leave much. it. Let's leave it there, just in case he watches. Ah, it's fine. Thumb rings are nah, they're not cool, to be honest. Don't wear a thumb ring, generally, guys. Unless you're like, I don't know. Is there any is it acceptable to wear a thumb ring? Ah, do what you want. Do what you want. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, a thumb ring. Not many people can pull that off. Great. Just a great sentence. Uh, at number three. Michael Mayer, quote the pod. If I want to pick my own bum, my bum, not your bum, then I will pick my bum. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 13 likes on that one. 95 likes on Connor Cassidy's quote of the pod. <laughs> Chickens and trees. Oh, they're up there. <laughs> what was that? We were talking about... Well, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it, don't worry. It's coming. Right. It's coming. Um, <coughs> well, it was about seagulls in trees, which there are comments on this. And number one this week, congratulations to... Will stand standring, not thundering, standring. Quote the pod. That's why we need the crowds back because I haven't seen a single child in bits because their team just lost. Hundred and thirty likes. <laughs> That's it. See, I'm on, on to write something right there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. People I want run to see with the it. Children <laughs> I'd leave it there. I, I, I think it. you. I think you think that's more controversial than it is. It ain't. Everyone loves. Everyone loves the other team hurting when their team lose. And oh yeah. You can get at children because children, you know, weak mentally, aren't they? They're not built the, the they haven't built the constitution to deal with defeat yet. So they have to go through this process. So if you're a cameraman and say Arsenal just been pumped four nil and the kid doesn't know how to deal with this, you've got to take advantage of that that um, weakness that you see in the child's face. Yeah, and you... zoom right, zoom right in, <laughs> yeah. catch the agony. Yeah, catch the agony, the twitching of the eyes. You want to see. The, yeah, what you look, want is you, you want the moment when they you know when when someone cries and there's I think I've told told stories about this when I when I, when I kicked a kid in the head at a, a soccer camp in uh, in America <laughs> and there is when a child cries silently and you know the breath is coming there's going to be the... ah and what <laughs> and your job as the cameraman. If you really want to get the emotion, is be there for the breath. <laughs> Can you be there for the breath? <laughs> and it's the bit, the best bit. No, be there for the bit where the the kid sees the fourth goal go in and goes, looks, looks left and goes, looks up at his dad like that, looking for some reassurance. And his and he's dad's broken. got nothing. It's broken. Dad's got nothing. Just doesn't even look at his son. He realizes the son realizes I'm on my own. And then goes back to the pitch. And, silent, and cr- silently cries. Tears just fall down his face. <laughs> Great moment. Catch for that. If you're a decent cameraman, you, you want <laughs> yeah, to make it. In a, get on you want to make it. be a sports cameraman, get on that. Listen. Listen yeah. to what we're saying. The, uh... <laughs> trying to help. <laughs> trying to, <laughs> try to help. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, a great thing as well is um, you've, if someone's like, how could you be so cruel? You've got an out, haven't you? 
one sentence, two words, character building. Yeah, look, if we don't bully him now, he's going to be a weak little man growing up. I think that's a fair rebuttal. Yeah. So that. Character character building. We're going to build it. We're going to show his little crying face and put it on Sky Sports. That's what we're going to do, all right? Turn him into a man. It'll help him. Turn him into a man that will haunt him for the rest of his life. (laughs) He's going to be a celebrity in his his playground tomorrow. Don't worry about it. Exactly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, comments of the week so many so many comments of the week um, let's get into it uh, Johan Sharp I've really I've put a lot of comments in this week because we want to shout people out it's, it's, Christmas Christmas day. Day. it's Christmas day guys there aren't any rules I mean there are rules there's, there's more rules on Christmas day yeah unfortunately there's so one. many bloody rules <laughs> there are a lot of rules thus Christmas, Christmas being ruined that's why that's why we're here mm. uh, just to be clear it's been confirmed Catherine says never wear a thumb ring yeah there you go thank you Catherine Catherine, Queen of Our Hearts. Queen of Our Hearts, yep. Um, Johan Sharp. All right, lads. Recently introduced the pod to my uni mates. One of the guys who really had caught on happens to be a former PM's son. Prime Minister's son. Wow. Not saying this for any recognition. Just thought you'd like to know that your voices are probably playing out through the kitchen of a former British leader's kitchen every week. What you, yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a podcast that people typically play out loud, is it? I'd love to know that. If you're, you are the winner. You are the ultimate fucking dude. If you go, yeah, you just blast it. <laughs> blast this nonsense out loud, not in headphones. That's the, the yeah. Generally on a tube if you're, or train or wherever, if you're playing music, I honestly despise you. But in this case, respect. Respect. Because that's what, brave. Which, out of all the PMs... You'd want it to be who, whose son would you want it to be? I think it's Tony Blair's son. Uh, it could be Gordon Brown's. I think it's Gordon Brown's son. Mm, interesting. We move on. Great comment. Thanks for that. Taylor Bernard. If I see anyone in the comment section talking about football, I will be fuming. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That, I like that... how we just, we've started this. We've wanted it to keep football out of football. And now people are on board. Yeah. We feel like this is the start of something. We move on. <laughs> Indeed. AK the... Oh. AK the producer, who is our, our main man from Birds and That, of course, which we will be jumping into later on. Yeah. Um, and there is there is an update here, and he's actually had a whole conversation, which was just hilarious. So we'll, we'll be reading that soon. But um, he's got involved. He says this. He's went, new bit. Possible new bit here, guys. Let us know what you think. What have you won? People just share what they've won. <laughs> Matt Robson, three to one to get the Arsenal job. Apparently, serial winner after last week. All his wins. He's been a champion, hasn't he? Of course, in 2012, 13, 14, 15, and 16. I think mm. um, Samo got involved straight underneath it, and he went, "I won the weekly raffle once in primary school. Sports matches sometimes. <laughs> a bit more specific, please." Um, Mania, throwing a Malteser up in the air and catching them in your mouth contest. Oh, many a, I think he means. Uh, a race where me and my sister raced eating our fruit when we were kids, where I subsequently threw up a banana. He won his wife. I've won at guessing the score of the game at least three times in 15 years of watching football. I've won the hearts of my parents, at least at some stage in my life. Surely, probably, maybe. And finally, the greatest prize of all, 
getting mentioned in the Jaffin podcast, but with a half-assed, buzzed-off lettuce comment. Up the slugs. And RIP Flav's heart when Liverpool inevitably win the league. Which we'll get I mean, into in Derby games, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, how, how are you, actually? Let's, let's dip into... Right, guys. Just brief football chat. How are you? How are you coping with the? Um, do you know what Rory kept saying, and he wouldn't let it go, and it was like, "Wow, you're like a politician, Rory. It's brilliant." He couldn't, he couldn't stop saying one point in nine. For you, one point yeah. in nine. You can't go through a week one point in nine, and win the league. But didn't Chelsea? I know, oh. I know. <laughs> but just he just <laughs> dog with a bone. Dog with a vote. Uh, yeah, like, what were Chelsea's results? It's the same. Chelsea, Chelsea didn't Chelsea? They lost two on the spin, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, I'm, I'm not arguing third party Rory when I wasn't even there. That's true. Um, it's Christmas. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, Jim, I, what, what, what are you doing? What's on Christmas Day? Shit, I feel shit about it. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Fair enough. Um, um, all I would say is that I, I suppose we're never going to win the league, were they? You um, I saw your tweet where you like, or was it ninety min, free under the bus, well not free no, under the bus. It was fucking Grizz from ninety min. Uh, so Grizz is the resident Liverpool fan over there, and we get paid to do these things where you, Virgin Media say, give us three reasons why Spurs have the best front line in the Premier League. What they want from you and the reason they're paying you. Isn't for you to go, well, actually, probably Liverpool are more efficient up front, but, you know, Spurs are quite good as well. That, you're going to cut it. You've got to say three reasons. Yeah. But what Grizz no did... No space is, for calm takes, is there, in that? No, not at all. You've got 15 seconds of answer. Mm. So, Grizz waited for us to get beat and then retweeted that, which was not fair because he knew how the game worked. Shame. Uh, so the problem I is, to, he's, got, he's I, got the upper hand, I, isn't he? Because he's a Liverpool fan then. Never going to lose again. <clears throat> Can yeah. we can we find some Liverpool cracks? Seven 0 no. win. Is there any cracks in no. that? No, there's none. They've got an injury issues and I can't. I just don't want. To, I don't. It's Christmas Day, Jim. It's yeah. Christmas Day. Let's, I'm just, just going to put my jumper on. Let's do less football. It's more Christmassy. This more jumper. Oh, it might be nice. Vibe. Here's a crack for you. Here's a Liverpool crack. Salah, Mohamed Salah, doesn't give interviews. Okay, read this in the. I read this the other day. He doesn't give interviews apart from anyone, apart from people within Liverpool, like for Liverpool FC, whatever, right? He doesn't do interviews. He will not in any way, shape or form be doing interviews apart from with Liverpool. Yet, in the last week or so, I think it was, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, he did an interview with the, uh, what's it called? AS, Spanish newspaper, oh. talking about Barcelona and Real Madrid. Cracks! He's going. Does it matter? I think it does Does it matter. stop them? I put this on Twitter actually yesterday as well. If you had to sell one of them, Man- Mane or Salah, which one would you sell? It's tough, isn't it? And people are like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Don't even tweet to me. If, don't even tweet going, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't. Such oh, a waste of money. They just yeah, answer wait- the question or leave yeah, it. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah, oh, mate, you came not- back, by the way. Who? This bloke, you know, the, I think we spoke about this on Patreon. So, guys, you will have missed this if you're not a patron. On Patreon, we were talking about, I was saying, this dude tweeted me the day after, getting angry about by me saying that Bayern Munich were the best team in the world. 
he uh, what he saw the podcast and came back at you. No, I don't know what he was doing. Honestly, it was like it was ages after. He he wrote. What's it? Yeah, he came back on Sunday. It was on Sunday. I was just like, what, what are you doing? Hang on, let me find it. Why, why are you so caught up in the, the t- amount of time it takes him to respond? I'm just blown away with how he's bothered. It, just, <laughs> it blows my mind, but I got him again. Don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> ah, oh, ding, ding, ding. Winner! All cut wins. Get in. What? Right, let's show you this, guys. Let me show you this. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry bloody Christmas. So... He, uh, the tweet's not there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you say stupid stuff. So he came back and basically called me, a, um, he came back about, about the same Bayern Munich comment. Like five days later after I said, honestly, don't worry about it. And called me a, uh, ignorant waffler. I think it was something like that. Rob Turner's in the comments. I don't know if you can remember what he said. So I, I, I just did the same. And I, I popped on your what you said to say, Flav. Because I thought we might talk about it at some point. Yeah. Honestly, don't worry about it. Have a great Have Christmas. Christmas. And uh, yeah, he deleted it. Did he? Yeah, maybe he's learned his lesson. Honestly, oh. honestly, just don't worry about it, guys. If you see something that annoys you, keep scrolling. Yeah, don't worry about it. Win for all, cop. Buzz in. Did you see um, DT Snap? <laughs> Looking at there. This week. This week's Snap. Yeah. Yeah, well, he threw his phone, didn't he? He did. That was um that was that was it was funny. I mean, it's funny. I I've got to say it is a guilty pleasure now. I am on Twitter searching AFTV because because with this live stream there's so much content for people to repurpose. Um it's you know it's you know it's going to be clipped up and put out straight away. Yeah. Um yeah. like as as used by one of our own patrons, cheers. Skullfuggery. Oh, so I was so so I've been watching his channel since he started. Mm. He's and he's, he's he gets like 200, 300,000 views a video. Mate, he's banging. And, his channel is absolutely banging. And it's it's mental. Like he's a slug. He's here, right? Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's not here today. He did message though, saying um, Merry Christmas. It was. It's a shame that he's not here, but he, he may see this. It's weird because I kind of he watches. He's been watching the podcast for a while, and I absolutely love his channel. So it's, I don't know who's, who's like, who's benefiting here. Who's you, be- oh, well, out of your relationship with Skullfuggery? Yeah, Are you all right? Main, you seem... Who is the main beneficiary? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, that's, that, that feels like, like a really lovely relationship then, surely. Well, if he has a patron, would I subscribe to that? I don't or know, would that, you? I mean, I mean, would I? I don't know. Maybe I would. And, and then what happens? There's this weird, we live in this weird paradox where we're subscribing to each other's patrons. Both yeah. mutually respected content producers yeah. just paying for each other's lifestyle and that's un- is that unnerving for you it's just straight i'm used to being like you know not like yeah do you know what i mean mm. so yeah but now not... it's like but the bulk of your relationships are like that oh, wait I'm, i've not got your screen bulk of your relationships are like that <laughs> like like us like i'm like wow this guy so no good. no jim <laughs> jim you're like here you're the only one. You, you're the only one that. Sorry, am I the only one that I, I, I'm allowed in your sphere? Yeah, because you're, you're like, yeah, you're in my so- social sphere. Yeah, I bring you food, don't I? That's the thing. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I serve you. 
What does that serve mean? you with? I like. I'm. I'm like your mum. In a way. No. Well, I'm no. I'm like your. I'm like your chef. But you. So you like. You appreciate me and 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 the quality that I offer. But it's still. If I wasn't bringing you high quality comments every single week, then we wouldn't really be friends. Not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Anyway. Uh, um. Yeah. I think Skull Fuggery's, but he's got to be buzzing. Although, is it legal him doing this? I guess it is. I guess what he's totally repurposing it, isn't he? Yeah. The, the, it's like me doing a boiler room or something. Yeah. I mean. It, yeah. Exactly. He's 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 repurposing the content. I don't know if it's. Who cares? It is it's funny like, though. But do, 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 the, the, my favorite bit is the end of every video. Uh, go yeah, go check out Scott Fogarty when he does the rag and bone thing. I'm on a human after all. It's so funny. It's so funny. He's so clearly a Spurs fan. Oh yeah, he must be. Has to be. Must be. And, anybody, and everybody realizes what a joke they are now, right? So who? Well, all of it. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's like it is the. So if he's making. If he's securing coin from that as well, then it's been spun no. on its head. If Spurs are making money from, oh, I don't think it'd be monetized with it. It'd be, it'd be impossible to monetize it. Okay. Well, yeah. Congrats, Skullthuggery, on your editing skills. Do you know what I did? I, know what I did. I did watch the other day just for just because just needed a laugh. Really, I was about to go to bed, uh, brushing my teeth, and I was going, "Do you know what I haven't seen for a bit?" the song they made for Thomas Party signing. Well, i just sit on the edge of the bath and watch that before going to bed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Is it the one? With, is that the one with Jeremy Lynch in it? it? This is the thing. It's like, not only are we going to make this hor- horrific music video um, about a player that, well, as it turns out, was playing what, three games, been injured that you have no idea he may not cut it in the Premier League. But then, on top of all that, it's not like signing Messi or Ronaldo, is it? You're signing a a very decent midfielder. DM. There are many of them all over the world, right? You can buy them. Yeah. If you'd sign a player like yeah, Messi or Ronaldo, then make a music video, because this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. This will never happen to you ever again. You just sign a, 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 a normal midfielder. <laughs> then make this video... And they go, no else we can make this even, let's make this even worse. Let's get the most disliked person on YouTube and stick him in there as well. <laughs> like, if, it, if you could have to guess what team Jeremy Lynch supports, you wouldn't even Chelsea. second a oh. guess that it would be, be Arsenal, ever. He, uh, do you know what the problem is? Well, yeah, you're right, actually. You've got to kind of wait until he becomes glorious. Yeah, because wait, at best, don't, don't do it. No one else would do it. So don't. At, at worst, he's Jacker, and at best, he's Makalele. He's not really worth it, is it? Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's, yeah, party though. Party is great. Great pun. Great pun word. Mm. Uh, Adam Sullivan. Afternoon, lads. Just checking in. Uh, these are comments of the week again. Do you remember that? We're getting back to the running order now. The pod has for a while now been a staple of my week. So much so that when I'm in the kitchen making dinner, often my mum will ask. What's that you're watching? To save time, I always say, oh, just that football podcast with the QPR fan and the Spurs fan. To which she will reply, let me know when they mention Brentford again. Uh, We are Brentford fans for context. However, recently, she's become more and more interested in the other segments of the pod and the little anecdotes that we're all really here for. 
She was especially pleased to hear today that before the chat had properly taken place, she could listen to a story about a little German man picking and sniffing his bum. That's what we tune in for. Bye for now. 52 likes. Oh, I liked it. Uh, Oliver Wright, Mystical Creatures, Loch Ness Monster, Dragon, Mermaid, Unicorn, Seagulls in Trees. <laughs> this is, yes. uh, if you missed last week's pod, uh, we were talking about, uh, see, you never see Seagulls in Trees. Uh, you never, it's it. impossible. You never see them. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, Onion Bag has uh, looked into this for you, Flav, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. Seagull Facts. <laughs> Could be a new bit. Could be a new bit. If you've got any seagull facts, let us know. They are quite a mysterious bird. After a bit of Googling, I believe I've cracked the never seen a seagull in a tree conundrum. Seagulls are seabirds, as you'd probably guess. This means they have webbed feet, which act as excellent paddles. However, these webbed feet come at a cost. They offer little grip compared with the tree-dwelling cousins, hence why you seldom see one in a tree. At the end of the day, it's just Darwin, isn't it? Thank you for that, on your bag. So that's why it's we're not sel- seeing them. You don't seldom see it. You never see them. That's, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It's not as exciting if you go, we, you seldom see a, a seagull in a, in a tree. Wow. And Plot I- twist, Flav. Plot twist. Um, someone who's called themselves dead um, as a name. Uh, if you live by the sea, then you'll see seagulls in trees on occasion. I once spotted one right before it swooped down and tried to take my head off. You would remember that. You would. Remember. He's a liar. He's a liar. Interesting. Picture of you next to a tree holding a spoon with a seagull in it, please. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a few weeks. You've got a few weeks. If you did that, imagine if that. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Final comment of the week. Charlie Watson, first time commenter here. I've been enjoying the pod for ages and I've managed to get my girlfriend to enjoy them to a certain extent as well. We've been together for a year and she's from California. I'm from Scotland. As such, she knows as much about football as John Carver does. So is that a lot or not? I can't remember. John Carver, yeah, was, knows he was great, wasn't he, John? To be fair, she knew as much as John Carver was. And she came from California. And you're from Scotland. That would be, that was kind of... I get where you were going with that, Charlie. It doesn't quite work, because John Carver genuinely probably does know quite a bit about the game. But what did he say? John Carver famously said... Oh, do you know what I was thinking as well? I thought this when it happened with John Carver, but like, Joachim Lowe, there was like... The idea that in, in 20 years' time, people would go, Joachim Lowe, you remember Joachim Lowe? And it'd be like, oh, the guy who... He's the one who... <laughs> Picked his bum and sniffed it. The, <laughs> so John Carver, he's he's the one who said he was the he thought he was like the best, you know, he's the best man. What did he say? It was something like he said some something far too above his stations, and he thought he was one of the best coaches in the in the league or something like that. Right. I do. Yeah. Th- I wonder if that is a bit somewhere where give us so two things like give us sort of scandals that players will be known for for the rest of their their life, and and we can like dive into him a little bit because like the Joachim Yo, like you can't that is just that's just going to follow him around the other one that I thought was an example was um what was Zidane doing like what? such a Wait. such a good footballer the great one of the greatest the greatest footballer's generation he just nutted someone he just nutted he someone in a lot in a world cup final yeah but there's I like that I, I thought it was good I thought there's there's a line Maserazzi thought I'm gonna cuss his mum is that what it was I don't know, probably your sister or mum, something like that. And he clearly said something along those lines. And, and Zidane said, what, you think because of all this, I'm not going to nut you in the chest? 
You're mistaken. <laughs> you can't respect what? that. Do you? That's ma- yeah. He's ruined. He ruined his legacy with that. Oh come on! He didn't. He enhanced it. Like what? There's loads of great players. No one will ever talk about Zidane as as like top ten best players ever to play the game. They will now. <laughs> that's such a um, Rob Turner such a throwaway comment that you would make in a pub yeah he said he shagged his sister I think <laughs> yeah. Pier- Pier- yeah there you go get these in the comments then please we'll go through these another time Pearson Ostrichgate having a weird sexual moment on the touchline with a player don't remember that <clears throat> Zidane was rattled true what was he doing just not- with his head bosh like because normally those kind of things, you'll just you'll you'll catch him down the line. You'll go right when I get a chance, I'm going to kick him or something. Just yeah. nut him. He just nutted yeah. him in the chest. It was mental. That's that's lines. He was he, he was a habitual line stepper. Okay, sorry. Back to this comment. Her knowledge extends to knowing who Messi, Ronaldo, and Beckham are, but not much else. I think she knows who David Marshall is after his heroics for Scotland, but I can't confirm. She's bit. Why can't you confirm? She's been enjoying birds and that the periodic table of clubs and the club badges segment. I keep stressing this is a football podcast at heart, and she. Well, it's not. I think it's no. not a po- football podcast. It's masquerading as a football podcast. We, and, we use football to do this, but it's not a football podcast. Yeah, it's a vehicle, and that. Uh, sorry, and she must now refer to herself as a soccer fan. She even had a giggle at manager's gaffes, despite not knowing <laughs> who any of them were. That's the level of this pod. It's amazing. Yeah, the only apparently. way I've been able to explain the nuances of the English Premiership is through likening players and clubs to different members of One Direction, as she loved them when she was a teenager. Like them, I, I can see. I can <laughs> see. Right, is he, right, this is why I picked this comment. Is he being sarcastic at the other side? I can't figure this out. Like them, One Direction. So he's comparing us to One Direction here. Yeah. I can see you're making a real push to crack the American market. <laughs> they're, cry- they're crying out for content like this, and I commend you both. The inside jokes, the non-football chat, the crude jokes about wanting to make children cry. I think it translates over, to, over the pond perfectly. All the best. I think well, it's not intentional. Is it? Maybe. Uh, the I'll, one... I'll, take it, I'll take it on face value and take the compliment. Yeah, cheers, Charlie. Uh, yeah. Well, I would say, I, can, uh, Americans... Americans who listen or watch the pod. Um, shout out to Ali. Not Delhi, but Ali. Uh, <coughs> what, and Pat, who's 68, of course. What, um, how does it translate? How are you getting on with it? Are there certain bits you just like, you just go, I just, I just don't get it, and we move on. Like, we were crying with laughter about the gladiators the other week. <laughs> that, I don't think that translates well. I just thought it was interesting, an interesting moment. <laughs> If we we've passed caring what translates and doesn't translate, haven't we? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Home wins, got a home win, mate. Good. Got a drill with me? Yeah, no. Uh... I'm right um, for this one. Hold on, let me see what I can find. Yeah, let's take time. Merry Christmas, everyone. We need to talk about Pulisic more. Yeah, that that Americans love that, and Anthony Robinson, isn't it, Rob? And who else do we need to talk about? Uh, other Americans. Right. Brian McBride. We need to talk about Brian McBride more. Here he comes. What's he got? I've um found I found a pack of unopened screwdrivers. Perfect. Is that all right? Yeah, really good. 
<laughs> unopened, unopened's good. Home wins, isn't it? Yeah, home wins, yeah. He made. It's, you know why it's unopened? It's because these packages are like arsehole to get open. Yeah, well, you do with you, you, you unscrew bolts with your hands because you're such a man. Fucking right, yeah. Fight! Finn Gilmore. Feeling a part of the community, so I'm just checking in with her. I win. Ooh. I'll set the scene. The missus has just had an extension. She's out of that extension. They've knocked through, haven't they? They've knocked through. What? Yeah. yeah, you can go through that. Now, you can extend from there if you want to. Do you know that? You know you can... Yeah, you can extend there. Missus <laughs> um, just had an extension done. And the garden got flattened in the process. Well, it would do, wouldn't it? Because you extended. One part of this was an extension of a small patio area by the back door. Unfortunately, the original patio slabs were extremely dirty from years of being subjected to the full force of the elements. Don't worry, said I. <laughs> I'll bring the jet wash over from my place to clean them for you, if you need. Said Finn. I'd stayed over and brought the jet wash. Oh, yeah. Stayed over. Come on, son. That's a great move, isn't it? Getting after she's done the extension. That's it. Now you, Matt, now you propose. Well done. And brought over uh, and brought the jet wash with me so the next day I could get to work while my slice went to work. My slice? Mm. That's good, that. What was that? What was it? The one we had the other, the old, the old bag for life. <laughs> bag for life is correct. The old bag for life. Is that? Is it derogatory? Oh, it's fine. No, she loves it. She loves it. Bag for life, wife. It's good for the environment. Uh, that's when disaster struck. The ass had no outdoor tap. Mental. I discussed this with my significant other <laughs> and she said not to worry. That's good. Right. So anyone who ever does a home win from now on, you cannot say wife. You have to say something, something else. Good. Something else. Significant other. <laughs> the old dear. Um, something interesting. A seam on the indoor tap that resembled a screw top lid. Alas, slugs, it was a screw of cap. And once removed, I was greeted with the exposed teat of the tap, designed to allow a hose to suckle on it, similar to the Roma badge. <laughs> <laughs> I sprayed down the patio with a jet wash, but as I was packing away, I thought, it's my time to shine. I'd got, I got a little dirty from uh, Splashback. So when she got home, I told her I'd scrubbed each slab individually with a sponge, brush and soapy water. The glory belonged to me. <laughs> Have a good week, lads. Congratulations, Finn. Great home win. So she thinks you she thinks you've been on your hands and knees all day, scrubbing away on patio slabs. And now they're gleaming because jet washes are brilliant. Jet washes are so satisfying. Yeah, they are fun. Congratulations, Finn. That's a really good strong home win. <coughs> well done, Finn. If the, if, the, if the hammer's not there, so we'll leave that there. I quite like this nice, this nice addition to your backdrop. Yeah, I like it. People get confused by it. Some people go, why is there a hammer there? Well, oh, support me you. from the start and you'll know. Um, all right, new bit. Really excited about this. Really, 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 really excited about this. And now Derby games are after this. Alex Carr. So this this bit, I think we could we could get somewhere with this. High quality rumours. I want high quality rumours. 
Because there's nothing like a great rumour, be it at school or wherever it is, and, you know, like we were trying to do with just sort of underhand tactics, you just sort of, you just play, you place and plant a seed and just let it, let it blossom. And Alex Carr, congratulations, you have inspired this. Because, he was just checking in, lads. Uh, Oli got a Solskjaer sniffing his phone before he calls his mum. This podcast is bizarre, isn't it? Uh, his mum reminds me of a rumour I made up about this guy at school who was getting a bit above his station. Now, that's when these kind of rumours are allowed. When someone gets a little bit above their station, like I think I told this story about this guy who went, and this, again, this might have been on a patron in the mailbag, my friend who, who called dibs on a girl. And so I said that oh, he, him, and his, him and the girl looked like brother and sister. Game over. Because he's, he got above his station. You can't have that. So I like these kind of rumours. Right. Yeah, the guy at school's get above his station. I claimed <laughs> I claimed that he sniffed taps in the girls' changing rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like it had the perfect balance of absurdity, realism, and an ever so subtle element of perversity. Spread like wildfire and was forever questioned on the matter. <laughs> Love the pod. Really good rumour. So at yeah. school during life. Are there any bizarre rumours that you either planted to get someone off down from their station or or generally just heard? Just bizarre. Because that, that did happen. <coughs> there, were, there were always weird rumours at school. There was a bloke who in my school called Ricky who wrote his name in his own poo on the wall. <laughs> there's so there's so many poo stories and scores in there. Uh, there's a rumour that like, because you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you like you can't wee in the middle urinal. What, That's why? like a general rule, isn't it? You don't wee. Yeah, in the if, you, if there's free, if there's free, you don't wee in the middle because yeah. that gives the person no choice. Well, you got a choice, but they're both the same. If you pee, if you go to the third urinal furthest away from you, that's the general etiquette. The next person comes in, doesn't stand the one next to you. Um. <laughs> and if they do, it's actually like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> also, another etiquette: don't look at your phone while having a wee. That's that's not on. That's not on. That's good to know. Because you might do this. You've got to have a good, generally, you've got to have a glazed look over your head and just stare at the wall, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't do Maybe that, can you? You couldn't have a wee. You couldn't have a wee and go. <laughs> I can't do that. James, I'd imagine that you. <laughs> Unless it's Terry Venables. <laughs> Unless Terry Venables is knocking about. <laughs> you've only got one chance. I'd, I'd imagine you, when you go up to urinal in the public bathroom. Uh, you pull your pants and your trousers all the way down to the ankle. <laughs> yeah, doesn't everyone? That's a, a lot of that's sort of a, that's laddie behaviour when you're between the ages of eighteen to twenty four in like a club. If one of your if one of your mates, I've done that when you know, like so you've got three, and then the other lad is on the third one, and he's got there first, and then you come in and then you do that. <laughs> just, just as a joke. <laughs> not as a joke. That's, you're saying it's just, just as a joke. It's not. No. That's the way. That's the only way you can wee. Your trousers and that. Well, there's, there are blokes. That's a big thing, isn't it? Guys who can't have a poo without taking all their clothes off. That's like a proper thing. It's so See, I, weird. I know people have done that. I know someone who does that. I know two people who do that, and they're not friends. They're completely different groups. It's so weird. They they have to take every part of the clothes. It's so weird. And now, whenever he goes, whenever he goes to the toilet, I'm always like. What uh, what are you doing? And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Sometimes I follow him. 
<laughs> um, uh, speaking of rumors, the uh, the the guy uh, there was one at my school that the socks uh, off as well. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, is it is it socks off as well? <laughs> Everything. Um. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Yeah, the, the room we had, there was a lad in our school that the rumor was that he took a, he took a shit in the middle urinal. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? I can't remember. It was like primary school. Why did some of the kids just do it on top of the lid. They close the lid and just do it on top. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> yeah. He just walked in there and was like, oh my God. There's a human poo on a, on, on a toilet lid. What? Who does? Like, and this is the thing, like laddish behaviour when you get older. There are some absolute cretinous lads 
who think doing disgusting things on on lads' holidays is funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh mate. Oh god. My mate Hope has just done some. He's yeah. I won't know. I probably shouldn't say it. But a lot of no. there's he's he shat off things and unin things and it's just like why why I do I was like, the amount of times I had, you know you have those moments where you go it's sort of like it's happened then you like the shock of it and it's all happened and then it calms down a little bit and then then we're the next morning and it's just you and you're walking you're walking somewhere with him and you go why are you doing that why explain to me why you're doing that the, I love that my friend Hope his thing would always like I never hurt anyone else I never I, I, I never I never no one's ever harmed it might be disgusting revolting perverse <laughs> but, but no one's ever hurt but me <coughs> which is and it, it was true it was it was always true uh, I so mean, yeah. emotionally maybe yeah yeah exactly you can't unsee this thing just, I could just, draw just... I could draw his penis so easily I could see it now <laughs> I've seen his I've seen his willy so many times once right once I went round his uh, we had a night out I was at uni he was at uni uh, we were both in Sheffield and I went round his the next morning sort of over, hung over not he had like an alcove like window you know those sort of like those uni houses that are kind of quite old and um, I knocked on the door and he had blind <laughs> he had blinds and uh, so he pulled the blind up and he just had an erection <laughs> It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I just let me in and then we sat down. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys don't know this person. Uh, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Did Did he reference the fact that you had an erection? No, it was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was. That is funny. <laughs> See it now. Honestly, I can see it now. <laughs> right. It's etched into your brain. So can we get good rumours, please? Um, like, that was that was brilliant. So he, he started a rumour that this bloke sniffed the taps and the girl just changed your rooms. Brilliant. Right. Merry Christmas, everybody. But after Christmas Day comes Boxing Day, where there are... Derby games. I feel like I need a break from all these games. Do you know what I mean? There are so many games. Duncan, Just cramming everything into You know um, Duncan Alexander, the Opta guy? <clears throat> uh, yeah. He So he obviously has to make stats on everything all the time. And even he was like, oh, I'm, getting, I'm kind of had enough of this now. <laughs> Get a bit fed up with all the football. It just never ends. It? It's not, and it's every three days as well, every four days. We're playing... I think we're playing tonight. No, what's the day today? I think Sorry? we're playing tomorrow night. There's, yeah, it's Carabao Cup, isn't it? Brentford oh. could be in the semi final of a League Cup. I'd love to get Brentford and just fucking smash them to pieces. Eight. Just Hit them eight. Spank them eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What a, great, what a great process bringing in players, making money. Pow! Um, yeah. Right. Derby game. Merry Christmas, Derby games. Rob Turner. Speaking of rumours, Rob Turner, Leicester versus Man United is the and this, this could there is a there is a, a gentle threat of football chat here. Probably not. <clears throat> Leicester versus Man United is the both our managers sniff our phones, but only one has been found out yet. Derby, yeah, definitely. Do you think Brendan's on that? Brendan's so too. Good. He's too smart to get caught though. They were so good against Spurs. They really were. 
cracking. Were they? Yeah, they're really. It's not. It's the speed at which they play, um, and how direct and comfortable they are on the ball. Mm. Yeah, they're so comfortable on the ball, and indeed, in they've probably got the best centre defensive midfielder in the, in the league. He's unbelievable. Just reads the game so well. He's everywhere. I thought Hoybier was good, but this keys is something else. Like Hoybier, really? Bloody hell! You think he's better? I think he might be better. Yeah. Um, I, I think Ndidi in a say a better team, but like where he gets more exposure, I guess, because Leicester, despite them being a genuinely quality football team for many years, probably don't get they don't they don't seem to get the accolades that and, and attention that clubs like Tottenham get. Um, yeah, that they're, they're and, not. They're still not truly seen as a threat to because, to yeah, you because, guys, but they they their away form has been amazing. It's their home form that's letting them down. Yeah, the away form six six out of seven, and uh, yeah, they they, they um, need to. They, Brendan Rodgers starting to like. I don't think anyone doubts that Brendan Rodgers is a really good coach, but he and Leicester have got to be careful because if they keep bottling it, then you know, like the Spursy tag that you guys get. Lestery, they're going to get called Lestery because they're getting themselves in like decent positions now, and they can beat anyone. But I still think people generally expect them to fall away. And actually, what? their first eleven's really good. They're in the Champions League this year, aren't they? No, you won't believe. No, they, they drop out, did they? Well, they oh, bought yeah, it, didn't they? They bought it. Yeah. They played Leicester, so they played Man United on the last game of the season and needed right, to, yeah, needed yeah, to win it. They were kind of decimated with injuries a little bit, so you can kind of let a little bit go. But they've they've added to that squad. That's the other thing with Leicester, actually, as well. The first sort of 10 games of the season, they had they had loads of injuries. And like a lot of those guys are, are getting back now. Does Pereira play? Uh, yeah, I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about Sergio Aurier? He was the best player in the park until he lost his mind. Like, seriously, for Spurs, he was our best player, hands down. His form this season has been incredible. Literally, behind Son and Kane, our best player this year, probably, and Hoybier, actually. Mm. Um, He's so well-behaved, isn't he? But then just does what he does. Just loses his head for a moment. Like, most of the times, he tries to make a challenge. Like, when he scores penalties, it's like, you can see why he did it. And he nearly got the ball, but he just wasn't quite quick enough. But his mind was in the right place. This he just ran into the back of him. Yeah, he was looking yeah. at the ball. But it's just it, the the he's it's not you know he's, he's his desire to get the ball is good, but to, for him at no point to say oh hang on a minute I need to stop here just run through him just shows that he's in in in, in his ability to make the right decision under extremely quick circumstances it isn't there because it does that it's not often you see a penalty like that given away uh, and then when that happened Leicester scored and we um, it's very difficult from there because they're yeah. such a good counter-attacking team and we're not used to be in this in this position I um, think that, that's the problem for you guys it's always going you need and, and generally I think you will take you will be the team that scores the first goal in a lot of games maybe you need that maybe you need Probably that first goal it took Ndombele off at half time, switched it around, and then Lacelso got injured within five minutes. So that's just whatever plan he had with Kaibosh because both of our uh, playmakers in midfield are gone. Do you think you'll buy anyone in January? Uh, I think if there's an opportunity to buy someone, it, there's no reason why we wouldn't. Where um, would you want to strengthen? Need another CDM. 
we we're strong. But mm-hmm. our team's good enough to to challenge for oh, the league strong. title. Um, but the problem is at the moment when we win, it's great. You can you can you can make every excuse for Jose Mourinho. When we lose, you think, well, where's his plan B? And that's such an obvious cliche thing to yeah. say. And it's also obvious. It's easy. You know, everybody sort of turns and starts thinking, "Oh shit!" When you lose a couple of games, teams lose a couple of games all the time. Keep your heads. Just wait and see. All right. Let's just just see. We, you know, so there's a reason why people like Rory are spouting this rhetoric about one point in nine games. He's seen it. He's gone. Oh, that's good. All right, I'll say this. Um, well, yeah. Well, his agenda's already set, isn't it? He's just trying. He just needs. He needs something. What can I find? What can I find? Kind of yeah. Thing. Well, the problem with um, Chelsea fans and Arsenal fans is this, it's long since been the time where Tottenham would be rolled over. Long, long since time. Just doesn't happen. Mm. Every season, Arsenal and Chelsea are worried about Tottenham, and they and they're, they're uncomfortable with it, so they behave in these ways. Rattled, some might say. They are rattled. They are. Um. So, just generally, so Brendan, back to the point in hand. Brendan Rodgers does he sniff his phone? Uh no, it's just not, it's only Ollie it does Just it. Ollie. I wonder if I uh, yeah I can imagine Brendan Rodgers is is like I bet he anti backs his own phone, like what he's, every couple of hours. His sofas are covered in plastic. Yeah, manager's gas there. Quick manager's gas. It is Christmas. You're welcome. Uh, Ollie Best, <laughs> where that's it. Who who finishes who finishes higher at the end of the season? Leicester and Man United. Because that's one thing I've seen with a few people is like they're going. What was it? As Mark Chapman was saying, the team that wins, the team that wins will get top four, and the team that loses, they're out of the title race. Oh God, who said that? I think he was putting forward that that idea no, of the build up no, for this game. Stupid. That's stupid. Who is it? Mark Chapman. He's a right, presenter. That... He's just setting a scene. He's just setting a scene. I like him. Don't dig him out. I'm not digging him out, but it's a stupid question to ask when we're not even a third away through the season. Here's a question for you. What will be? Both teams will be. No, what will be? What do you think will be the um, the points needed to win the league? I'm going to get the get it up now. Hopefully, you can see it. Can see it. Like how many points? Like in the last few seasons, you've needed what ninety points? Ninety was it? Ninety eight the season before. Thirty one points. Fourteen. How many is in the season? There's. Uh, there's, uh, there's 18. Around 86, 87, maybe. Depends. If, uh, Liverpool don't stop from now, win all their games. And the thing is, with two two games ago, they were drawing against Fulham. That's two it. I did ago, say that. I said that on the kickoff. We were, I was we like, it was top. like, it's over, it's over. It's uh, like Liverpool unstoppable. I mean, they did just draw against Fulham. Yeah, and also, it's. I I remember also on the kickoff, but elsewhere. On game two of the season, where Man United lost, everyone was saying, Ole's got to go. Ole's social's got to go. He's not good enough. He's not good enough. All pundits. In this podcast, no we what, stuck by him, didn't we? Man, we always stuck by him. Um, you know, they win their game in hand. They're second, but two points clear. Two points behind Liverpool. Two points behind Liverpool. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't good enough to manage Man United. He's won more games on the bounce than Alex Ferguson away from home. Consistently this season, they are top only to Liverpool. Like it's every, and I said it on the kickoff. Um, I love I love Man United within this podcast. 
I yeah, think they're brilliant. Yeah, but, 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 go that but, but, I said it on the kickoff. Everybody was talking like everyone was saying, oh, he's, "Yeah, he's no good. He's, he's no good. Obviously, he's no good. He's, he's a little gremlin from from Mulder, Mild, Mild. Um And he might be that might he might well be a little gremlin from Meld, but he knows how to manage, right? <laughs> and um, you know, I I actually like to see it. Not that I like to see Man United do well, but I like to see. Everybody thinks they know what the fuck they're talking about, and then Ole Gunnar Solskjaer goes, "Actually, you just hold your horses." I, I still think they'll capitulate at some point. But, capitulate I mean, strong. Capitulate too strong. They'll, they'll... They've got a whole entire domestic seasons being a, a second, well, their annual, a was it, no, uh, a calendar season, going top, top only, second only to Liverpool. So that's that is as much consistency as you need. What, what more do you want? There's nothing to say that yeah. they will capitulate. There's no, they've shown no evidence that they will. Not co- yeah, capitulate's too strong. I, I think they'll, they'll just keep dropping points regularly. That's what I mean. Mm. Who knows? Like, why, Who knows? why are Tottenham in crisis and Chelsea are right when we're both on the same points? That was it. I, I, that's what because that's what I said. I, I went. So if you're saying Spurs can't do it, you're saying Chelsea can't do it, and but then he went no because his reason is behind that. It's reg- forget the table. Although he's just used the one point in nine, but he's like, forget the table. Spurs are Spurs, and will always be Spurs until they're not Spurs. Yeah, well, that's just a, no- a-, a nothing, nothing stable because it- we could not be Spurs this year. We might be Spurs. Okay. I'd love to see Leicester finish second. That'd be great. They've got some. Fafana looks really good as well. And Sienchu. Someone's going to buy Sienchu though. That's probably the problem. They're probably going to sell. They're going to have to sell some of these guys. Or not have to, but like someone will come and get them. I think someone will get CNC soon. He's really young. He's surprisingly he? young. Uh, Oli Best. He, he, Sorry, go. They just he didn't play against us, I think. Mm. Oh, he didn't play in that one. Uh, Oli Best. Aston Villa versus Crystal Palace. The How did you manage to lose 7-0 to them? Derby. The two 7-0s of the season so far. Both involving... Oh, oh no, 7-2, wasn't it? Was yeah. 7-0, 7-2. 7-2. 7-2. Oh, sorry, that's Villa saying it to Palace. Sorry. Mm. Mad, isn't it? No, it is a mad... It's been a mad year. Yeah. It's been There's a mad year. been interesting. Best one, though. Yeah. Than... I think that's no the one thing. Wants teams run away with it. I'd love to, yeah. Just just for the neutrals, like just keep wobbling Liverpool a little bit. Just a little bit. Ronnie Forbes, Leeds versus Burnley is the attack versus defence derby. Really is. What? Where do you sit on the Leeds... Oh, we were still, we started talking about this yesterday, didn't we? The like the way that they're <clears> playing. Um, he, they make it so easy. So he, they make it too easy to score. So yeah, they, they 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 should have they could have conceded twelve goals in that game legitimately. That's not. I mean, it, it's, don't get me wrong; it's exciting. I'd rather watch Leeds than Burnley, hands down. No, like no question. I'd rather watch Leeds than Man City. They play exciting football, but and that may well keep them up this season, but. What are their aspirations? They're not. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. Based on it's just if they could combine how well they attack with the ball and how well they press with any kind of defensive solidity, then they'd be legitimately good team. But they're not a good team. They're 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 playing a good system. Yeah. For a certain type of football, but if it, it, at some point you've got you've got to balance entertainment with reality of playing at this level do you um do you think and, though that like like you know liverpool maybe the first and sorry sorry just to qualify qualify yeah, through, sorry, just to qualify 
I'm not saying that I don't enjoy their football and I don't want them to do well, but everybody's saying how good Bielsa is. When what is good? It's good just entertaining people that are don't have an emotional investment in Leeds. Oh, it's good because Leeds, I don't really care what happens to Leeds, but at least they play nice football. You know, and what and what, and what happens next when they want to kick on and, and go into Europe, maybe, or, or return to the days where they got to the semi-final of the Champions League? Are they going to be able to do it playing that football with that, you know, defending in that way? It I, was so easy for Man United. It was unreal. I think that if you go take a picture of, take a snapshot of right now, he's playing. So the thing that, the thing with Bielsa that makes him impressive to a lot of people is that in a game that's been played for so long, where we do go around in circles sometimes with the way that people play, the way that he plays feels very unique. And so that in itself, to be able to kind of, one, um, find that way of playing, two, to implement it, three, for it to be overall very successful. You know, they won the league last year. I know you've got to step up. Then, right, if you make it a snapshot about right now, because that's that's a question that I would put to Bielsa. It's like, would you want to play this exact same exact same style in two years' time? I don't think he would say yes. I think it's a bit like Jurgen Klopp in that first year, where it was like, we've got a system that can really trouble people, but we probably haven't got the players that are good enough. So for now, this is their best way of of doing doing the best that they can do or, or overachieving. Um, if in comparison to if you just play the same way that every other team does. And so doing that now is worth it. And also I was thinking about 6-2, right? It's just like 4-0, but a lot more fun to watch, isn't it? I mean, it's worth it if they stay up, Jim. It, yeah, and I think they, I, I think they, I think they will. They, and they, well, can't, they can't abort from this way of playing now. It's too, it's no, too no, late. No. It, but I reckon definitely... it can evolve and you can, you can level up. We were looking at their squad yesterday on Twitch and you can... You can level up a lot of the players in that team and then play slightly differently because all of a sudden you are completely dominating games. And so you don't have to go like full pedals of the metal and, and just hope you get away with it. I All I would say to you is that Leeds at this moment, are they've, they've conceded more than anyone else in the league. 30 goals they've conceded in 14 games. They're averaging over two goals conceded a game. So they have to score three to win. That that is not that does not keep you in the Premier League. I don't like and and below them are Burnley, Brighton, and Arsenal. You would all think are going to start picking up points. But so really, weirdly, we could see Leeds. We could see Leeds seventeenth by the end of the season. But they played nice, attractive football. But they've scored. See, this is the thing. With the players they've got, that those are all Championship players. Generally, sorry, the bulk of them are Championship players, right? But you've got you've missed out a couple of bits there. You've missed out the fact they scored twenty four goals, which is more than that's like more than most teams in the league, more than Man City, yeah. right? So loads more. Their goal difference is the same as Palace in thirteenth. It's and and then look at look at Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United, minus ten, minus nineteen, minus seventeen. So for all these goals they're conceding, they're on minus six leads. I get it, but they're starting each game two goals down. Because of the way they defend, on average so far, that you're because I don't think that works though because they're scoring so many more. That's what I mean. Like if you just scoring, stop, they're not scoring more. They scored twenty four. They've got minus six goal difference. 
No, no, but they're, but they're scoring more than than their um, their bottom half their, competitors. Their rivals. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm just saying that the teams below them are likely to finish above them. Maybe, maybe it's set Brighton. It's not. It's it's the wank fest over Bielsa that that, that that gets me. Is that's the only thing. That's why I'm starting to feel so strongly about this. Right, but it for me it makes sense. Right, it. it makes sense. You've got look. Sheffield United scored eight goals, ten goals, thirteen goals. Look at the goal. The for me the goals scored or conceded. If you if you can allow yourself to not worry about that, and actually all that really matters is the goal difference, then they're doing okay. Yeah, they're doing all right. Oh, they're, That's they're, 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 they're doing attack. all right. But they're, everyone's like, Bielsa's like this like masterclass. He's showing the Premier League how they're done. They're, they're doing all right. If they manage to stay up playing this kind of football, then fair play to them, fair fucks them. But that's it. <laughs> that's that's about all. That That's about how much it moves me. I think that the, the thing that I... I like the fact that he provides a ceiling. Like, this, like yeah, they could get pumped... But they, they even in that Man United game, they could have they could have drawn that six six, like they could have lost ten six as well. But mm. for, for when you're watching, and we, you know, you you turn your nose up at Sheffield United, West Brom, Burnley, Newcastle, Palace every single every single week in this podcast, and so the fans of those teams often have they have to watch it and support it. So mm. for him to like really go for it with Leeds, I just think. I think it's what a, what a man. It's, it's admirable. It's really good. It's admirable. But you conceded 30 goals so far. By the Scored end of the season. Score 24 there. At the end of the season, it could be... They could have conceded what whatever that is. What's, what's pro rata? It's got to be around 60 goals. They would have scored loads more. Uh, and they're, that, rely, they're relying on Bamford, who's like, is he? Is he Premier League quality? But no, maybe I he think is. is. I don't think he might be. Finn Gilmore, <laughs> they've conceded nine set piece goals. I think every team can exploit that. True, or they could get better at defending those, and then they're going to really actually start winning these games. Uh, you can spin it. You can always spin it. You can always spin it. It's not. It's, yeah. Uh, anyway, I can't bother with this. Yeah. <laughs> I love that at the end of a conversation, you, you get drawn into a conversation, and then at the end, you go, ah, oh, done. I'm done with it. Done. Done. I've done everything. I can't say any more about it. Yeah. Ben Spankton. Walker, Leeds versus Burnley. People like our managers, but for very different reasons. Derby, Sean Dyche up against Bielsa. Um, and then his second one was poor, so I'm, I'm not going to read that one out. Matthew Dawson, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Ooh! Boxing day blockbuster. If they lose, does he go? Does he go? I mean, how many games? Are we keep we, this? Well, no, we have to keep going back. We have to keep going back when they keep losing. <laughs> I think lose to Brighton, lose to this one, lose to Brighton, he's gone. I mean, if they lose both of those games, that that is, that's, like, it is what they, I mean. He needs a draw, he needs a draw. I can't, <laughs> I can't say it because it's a ridiculous idea. But, you know, it was like when Tottenham were two points for eight games. Like, we, we definitely thought, fuck, this is it. We're going down. Um, and Arsenal, I know it's it's two points make games, but, but there's 14 games gone and their form since I can't remember the last time they won. Is it Sheffield United in uh, yeah yeah Sheffield United like that is that's bad and they've been beaten by teams that you'd expect them to beat or get points from. Uh, I I mean I'm not I don't even get any enjoyment out of taking the piss out of them anymore. 
I just not like. Not I just kind of think the the next level. I honestly, mate, when they lose now, I'm like, oh, wicked, they've lost again. Because it's too much, too much loss. It's too mm. much. It's like you're fucking this up again. Like you've already fucked up the rivalry between us as fans because we don't respect you anymore, and you're now fucking it up by being shit on the pitch. So there's nothing there anymore. Like the only thing you could do for us, actually, Arsenal, go down to make us feel something. If you go down, <laughs> we might have you back. It is might, so bad. Might have. It? Chelsea's a nightmare game. Brighton's a nightmare game as well. And Brighton. So say they lose, right? Burnley got Leeds this week, Boxing Day. Burnley got Leeds. Um, guys in the chat saying, like, if you talk about their set piece goals, Burnley got another win, didn't they? In the last game, there's no reason why they they do Leeds on a, they defend deep, get a couple of set pieces, beat Leeds, right? So they go seventeen points. Right. They're above Arsenal, down to sixteenth. Brighton, Brighton. Uh, are on 40 points. Arsenal lose to Chelsea. Brighton beat Arsenal. They've gone above them as well. They're now down to 17th in the league. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad. Leeds. Have, so who Fulham? Fulham have got Southampton. And then they've got who? This is just so horrible for them. And then they've got Spurs. So Spurs are going, all right, look, we were never going to win the league anyway. You win this one. Let's get them in the bottom three. Yeah. Oh, God, imagine if they're bottom three. Um, Crazy. And, you know, they, they, the thing is, is it, it's hard for football fans. Like, you look at them, and luckily we've got cameras pointed directly at Arsenal fans all the time throughout all of this misery. Especially the kids, they, hopefully. They haven't got a clue what is going on. They don't. They're reeling. And I want to say, I want to shout out, right? If you want to actually listen to a, an Arsenal fan who isn't just a, a parody of himself, who's just an Arsenal fan who, unfortunately for him, picked Arsenal as a football club when he was little, right? It, you know, for people like him, his name's Harry. He's on the 90 min. And I've got to say, legitimately, I like him. I like him. He's a nice guy. The only thing I don't like about him is his football team, but I listen to him talk about football and I feel bad for him because he's trying to he's trying to process what's going on, but he sees the massive issue they have there. They've got a problem with the manager. But more important than that, they've got a problem with who are running, who are employing these people, who are making decisions like sacking this, these staff members, who are giving contracts to the players. That isn't Arteta giving that contract or negotiating fees with the player. So he said, "There's, there's, there's really big problems here," um, which is music to my ears. Yeah, Rob Turner, really good question here. Um, what would be crazier? Leicester win the league or Arsenal go down? What's crazier? You mean yeah? So at the beginning of the season. What's a crazier happening? I think Arsenal going down is crazier. No, nah, come on, they're both comparable, aren't they? Like less no, like when they won the league five thousand and one, you'd be like, yeah, that was. Unbelievable. But if they do... Oh, they can't go down, can they? Uh, just to say, I just remember that it no, popped into my head. Uh, Joe Barrell is our latest new patron. Thank you very Come much on, for being a patron. I just want to give you a shout out there. And uh, Peter, I don't think I gave you a shout out from uh, last time. And Jan as well, if we're carrying on. Right, let's keep going. Because that is a big derby game, obviously. 
um, because it's the Ghosts of Christmas Past. Oh, this, this is Matthew Dawson. It's the Ghosts of Christmas Past, Present and Future Derby with Giroud returning to the Emirates to face Willian and Louise to sentence Arteta to his future in the championship slash job centre derby. Thanks for that, Matt. Um, that is... Take a draw, don't you? Take a draw if you're Arsenal. Get out of there. It's at home, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it just doesn't get any easier. Give them a break. They're forward like lines. I don't, I, I'd struggle to have sympathy for any big team. Patrick Kerrigan, Arsenal versus Chelsea, is the our managers would take... <laughs> there's, some, there's some deep scars in this one. Arsenal versus Chelsea is the our managers would take you on skiing holidays in order to win you over after your mum divorces your dad and marries them instead. Derby. <laughs> I can oh, you, can you can imagine those two in a film as the as the new man. Um, I think I'd go. Do you with... That's happened to Patrick's mum. It feels like it. Right, done. Merry Christmas, Pat. Yeah, hope you're right. Hope mate. you're right, bud. Bailey Hall, Sheffield United versus Everton. <laughs> so good. Look, a lot of. I don't know if it's because it's Christmas. There's just a lot of this. So obviously, we just heard the last one. Sheffield United versus Everton is the dad. Brackets Chris Wilder, who was in his prime in the 80s, loved the, loves the pub, doesn't believe in COVID, versus the stepdad, brackets Ancelotti, suave, cool, charming, loves a bottle of red and shows your mum a good time, Derby. Bailey, I hope you're all right, mate. Hope yeah, I hope you're, okay. you're all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, when's Chris Wilder going to be Five sacked? likes. <laughs> when, when, when is Chris Wilder going to be sacked? I don't think he will. Why not? Because I don't think you can get anyone better to get you back up I mean there are a number of coaches that, are, that haven't you know better coaches like Allardyce yeah thank god he's turned up and you've seen it instant um, no it's, he isn't about the, the new manager spike Allardyce he's he about, needs January doesn't he he needs January <laughs> to get in some old bloke who's gonna help um, do, you know, do you know who's Joey wants as his first signing you know I love that you remember he used to do um, tits totally interesting transfer when stories the other night, I was looking back at some of them old ones. Really? Yeah, for some reason. We used to do an opener, didn't we? Everyone. Yeah. What was that something else? So stupid. No, I think it was that. <clears throat> With, um, I saw a thing when uh, Sam Allardyce wants James Tompkins to be his first signing at West Brom. Doesn't surprise oh, me. Not bad. All. He's a good-looking guy. <clears throat> Fulham, uh, Jeff and Community page, Fulham versus Southampton is the ham derby. Ryan Williams is uh, Villa versus Palace is the best player outside the top six derby. Jack Grealish against Abire Eze. I think Eze is the better one out of those two. Jack Johnson, Fulham Southampton again, is the manager's names sound like James Bond characters derby. Not sure about Scotty Parker feels more like a like Spider Man, like a spin off. But Ralph yeah. Hasenhutl does sound like a James Bond villain. <laughs> Uh, Man City versus Newcastle is from Uzai Ali. Uh, is the uh, we've swapped positions in the league table over the past twenty years, Derby. They must look at Man City and go, "Fucking hell, the oil money, the cash, the prestige, the trophies." Nineteen sixty nine, the one last trophy. Got to be tough to be a Newcastle fan. Mm. Rob Turner, Man City versus Newcastle is the oh here we go. We've got our first Christmas one, the Christmas theme striker Derby. Andy Christmas Carol versus Gabby the Baby Jesus. Very good. Great work. And uh, those are your Derby games. 
good. Man compliments. Uh, Black Shadow, man compliments. Girthy beast. I think that's the wrong side of the line for me. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I understand. I would say it's a compliment. You're um, a girthy beast. Mm, yeah. Someone's no, a girthy yeah. beast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Was, sure is about Hope, Hope a girthy beast? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Leng- lengthy beast too. Um, girthy, lengthy beast. Not a grower though. Not a grower. So it's always big. Yeah. you'll never watch this Tommy Pitt man compliment Uh, not many people can pull that look off inspired by Flash Fumring anecdote yeah that's that's a little bit of a that can be used as a dig as well yeah it's like it's like a a buried uh, a buried dig Mm. red red blue and yellow jumper not everyone can pull that off (laughs) so yeah that's a that's a bit like uh, lost right it's the big moment. Here we go. Lincoln. <laughs> the Lincoln badge. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, right, let's get the badge up, shall we? So this um, this blew your mind a bit last week, didn't it? Yes. Oh, there it is. It, honestly. It's just... it so bizarre. Like, what is it? <laughs> there it is, po- above, your, above your head. Like what they thought? Oh, do you know what we need to do? It's going to be our badge. It's a a little hairy goblin man who stands on one leg, always hairy. By the way, very strange. Yeah, he has horns. Uh, And then underneath, just gonna have the strap, Lincoln City. Yeah, there is Lincoln City. Yeah, sorry, I don't think you guys can see that. There you go, Lincoln City. Um, Catherine Heap, that is a dig if a female said that. Yeah. Not everyone can That's pull what? that. If uh, the uh, right, not everyone right. can pull that off. Mm, no, it's a sticky each way. Okay, so right, get that picture in your mind, guys, of the uh, this glorious Lincoln imp. Well, we presume it's an imp. So, what is the story of the badge? We are very busy, so busy, and so we can't Google it, but we can read yeah. out several options. Let us know which one you think is the correct one. Oliver Wright, Lincoln badge. In 1983, a man was strolling in the woods. When he saw a genie imp in a tree. This is a story of the badge. Uh, the imp said to him, I shall give you three wishes. And the man wished for ten more wishes. Clever. The imp was outraged and decided to trap him in a cage for years. However, the imp had made a grave mistake for the man. For the man was a Scunthorpe United fan and a wizard. So, yeah. he, so when he was released years later... He was cursed to being on the badge of Lincoln City. He was so pained at watching Lincoln's football that he dislocated his own leg, leaving him permanently on one leg, which is why he's... Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. This is the okay. truth and only the truth, but don't look that up. <laughs> no, I, get I, I, I see that's... Uh, thanks for that, Oliver. That's really important. Or... Dan Hodgson says, so I went to uni in Lincoln and have been to the cathedral there a few times. It's a very good cathedral, by the way. Cathedral tier list? No. no. I've, I feel quite strongly about cathedrals. On, on, hol- on holiday, go, should we go to the cathedral? Why? Boring. No, this, I, I feel that way. Like, should we, um, should we go and look at those buildings? Do you want to go in that church? Do you want to go up that tower? No, I want to sit in a pub and slowly drink beer all day. That's what I want to yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm having to look at it from a distance, but I don't want to queue to get in there. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. If I'm if the pub is within view of it, we'll definitely go. We'll definitely go. It's like 
it's like the um I've only got uh, so much energy for walking as well. You know, like family likes are really good. She likes an hour walk, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm a 30 minute guy. I just get a bit bored. I need a screen. <laughs> I need to see a screen. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's only so much you can do. Let's retain our focus. Uh, anyway, cathedrals. Anyway, it's said that the devil sent two imps to Lincoln to cause havoc. When they got to the cathedral, an angel came down and turned one one imp into stone, which is now a statue on the side of the building, and the other one got away. The imp on the badge is the same as the statue, and that's where it come from, comes from. I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I think you made that up. Yeah, he's made that up. Uh, much, much more likely the, uh, the, first the one. wizard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lou Williams, just checking in. I think the Lincoln City Badge is meant to represent the mystical imps that run around Lincolnshire. They're rarely seen by locals and only come out at night, but they once appeared at Lincoln City at a Lincoln City derby game against Grimsby Town in 1884. Yeah. One of the imps volunteered as a substitute and scored in the final minute to win 1-0, but strangely scored with his left foot while holding its right leg in both hands, as depicted okay. in the badge. Makes sense. All right, I get it. Makes sense. The imps then scurried away from the game, never to be seen again. Only Graham Taylor has claimed to have seen them since at training one morning, but no one believed him. <laughs> and so, so the people of Lincoln still await the next sighting. Exciting. Right. right. Is, now we're starting to get somewhere, yeah. Jim. Okay. So Graham Taylor's got parts of planets. Who knew? Or, I can't Patrick, this is, uh, I can't remember where I saw this, but the Lincoln City Badge was originally slated to be the design for the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> the ugly troll sitting leisurely was some sort of metaphor, I believe. The Americans thought the threat, French were patronising them with this gift, thus arranged for the actual Statue of Liberty to be designed. Distraught that his magnificent creation would go to waste, Laboulai, the creator, of course, of this imp thing, contacted numerous football clubs around the world and the newly created Lincoln City jumped at the chance to have it as their badge. <laughs> Clearly, they made the correct decision. The more I think about it, this one, this was one of the deleted scenes from National Treasure 2, because Secrets, starring the great Nicolas Cage. As those movies are nothing but facts, this is the one and only origin story of the badge. Hope this helps. It does help. It does that's help. Cheers. Yeah, that's, that's really important. Or, phrase appeal. Hello, boys, just checking in on the Lincoln badge. <laughs> I like the just checking in first. It feels like I just like popping in. Just so you know, the Lincoln badge is actually, uh, it was actually a Statue of Liberty, but I didn't like it. Legend has it that the creature represents the infamous Lincolnshire testicle devil. Oh. Let me show you the badge just again, just a Lincolnshire te testicle devil. I'm guessing it's the head. Looks very much like a nut. Yeah. Good. Uh, in Anglo-Saxon folklore, a prophecy foretold two brothers would slay the devil and lead Lincoln into a period of prosperity before one brother left to be sadly mistreated by peasants in the lands of Huddersfield. Of course, this is only a folktale, <laughs> but don't all ancient legends hold an element of truth? I agree. Hashtag little testicle devils slugs. That's a niche hashtag. <laughs> or... John Throp, after a bit of research, finally, someone's done a bit of research, it seems that the Lincoln City Batch is in fact a drawing of the founder of the club, Graham Imp. <laughs> 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 On Christmas Day in 1884, 
Graham decided he'd treat his five-year-old son by allowing him to design the badge of Lincoln's new football club. Graham was then left at a loss for words when his son came back with the badge design that we see today. To his horror, when Graham asked his son what he'd attempted to draw, his son replied, It's a drawing of you, Dad. Graham then asked why his son had drawn him standing on one leg. His son re simply replied, simply replied, with, Not sure. After... <laughs> After several days of trying to drop hints at his son to draw something that was less demented, Graham gave in and it became the club's official badge. A decision I'm sure Graham never regretted. So it could be that. Yeah. And finally, or Jim's real estate. Lincoln's badge. One thing we it feels like it's been corroborated by all of this, that the badge was designed in 1884. Because he says the yeah. same. Yeah. Uh, designed in 1884, is actually Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's great-great-grandfather, <laughs> long before the evolution of troll-like creatures. The reason he is on the badge is due to all of the trolls being banished from Norway during the Great Northern War and exiled right. to Lincoln, where they became the talk of the town. <laughs> Lastly, the reason for the cross leg is when they were first exiled to Lincoln, the villagers would make the trolls do funny dances in order to entertain themselves. <clears throat> oh my god, I'm sorry. There's actually three more. I mean, the last. I think the last three are all right. Or Jacob Thomas. The Lincoln badge is, of course, a representation of Abraham Lincoln, who played for the club in the 18th century before he became president and before they were officially formed. In the badge, he is shown as sitting down rather impishly because that was how he was found after being assassinated by a notorious Grimsby Town Ultra by the name of John Wilkes Booth. Don't understand why they put horns on him, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, look, we've come this far. We're, or Will Alan Smith. All right, lads, just checking in. I have a reliable intel on Lincoln Badge. One of my distant family friends, Louis Monsma, plays for Lincoln and told me an interesting story regarding the badge. He told me that Lincoln Stadium, Sinsel Bank, located next to the Stream River, was actually built over the top of a Trolls Bridge the late, in the late 19th century. His toll for this discretion of his family home was the opportunity to play for Lincoln, having already been a star in his youth. <laughs> However, in his first game, he was caught late in a challenge and did his ACL, hence why he stands on one leg, ending his career. He now... He now, as more than a hundred years on, still lurks around the ground. Lewis said that that night before the first game, the troll came to see him and told him of his extraordinary events over a pint at a local club, which I now believe is a fact. Then again, Lewis from Amsterdam, so make of that what you will. There are two. Th there are three more. <laughs> oh God, we, we should probably edit these. Mm. <laughs> We've had nine. Or. <laughs> All right. Oliver Edwards, yeah, the real is, it's, they're, 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 they're short. Okay. Uh, the real reason is Link, for Lincoln's badge is because every single person in Lincoln was at least seven foot tall until 546 AD when an army of three foot tall people invaded Lincoln. The small people won the War of Great Heights. They then created the f most fearsome small thing possible to represent the area and they chose an imp. Since then, nobody above the f height of three foot five has ever entered Lincoln. I didn't know that. Ryan Morris, the Lincoln badge is the devil waiting for a bus to get out of hell. Show you it again. There he is. <laughs> I would, uh, I can't imagine Lincoln is a incredible place to go. Okay. And last one. Sort of like 
Uh, anywhere in the middle. No, that is the last one. I can't read this last one. I'm too tired. Thank you for all your uh, badges. God, we've bludgeoned that bit, haven't we? You were warned. Well, we could, I like the bit. Yeah. We move. Should we move on? So Zach says, I have nothing funny to offer. Just have a look at the Benevento badge. Or Sampdoria. Or Sampdoria. Or, or Gombak United. All right, let's do something that people might, might actually be able to find out the proper information for. I like the idea of Benevento badge. I do, too. Let's do it. Here it goes. Benevento. <laughs> it's a... Uh, oh, it's a witch. It's, just a, it's a witch. God, what is this? What are we doing it's... here, guys? What are we doing? It's a witch on... Right, I mean, there's nothing else to say. It's a witch. Explain. Why is there... And it's not even a good... Like, it's a proper shit clip art witch. Look at the nose and the chin. Yeah. Like, there's no... It's like hopes. Forget it. Um. <laughs> right, there you go. Benevento, what on earth is going on here? Keep it brief. <laughs> Three sentences, tops. <clears throat> very odd. Yeah, <clears throat> very strange. Got big feet, isn't it? Or she? Probably she. Uh, okay. Yeah, feet, are, feet are massive. It's, yeah, it's terrible. Don't know what that's about. I tell you what, just, uh, how many penises can you see on that? Say what? Uh, I've got an idea. Uh, I can count one, two, three, four, six penises, seven penises, eight penises, nine penises possibly, eight, pe nine, ten, eleven penises. I can see there. If I'm being very generous, <laughs> of all yeah. angles. Uh, yeah, okay. right. you got you got me beat. <laughs> right. We finish off this Christmas podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. With some birds and that. So, A.K. the producer, you remember Flav? Mm -hmm. He was um, he had to, he had to go see. What is it? She had to get her book, didn't she? That's right. English book. Um, where is it? Here it is. Okay, right. Oh, before that, Harry Brown, just checking in, lads. You've indirectly guided me through my personal issue with birds and that. Not only because we were talking about. All right, hang on. Not only does she not like me very much, but the most important question remains answerless. What has she won? <laughs> not me. I've won the key to a lonely, lonely less stress. Stre look, sorry, a lonely, less stressful Christmas and a receipt to an eighty-pound Pandora necklace. I'm a serial winner here. Congratulations, mate. You don't need that. You don't need that. Terrible. You've got yourself 80 quid in your back pocket and less stressful Christmas. You're the winner, Harry. Well done. Uh, so, AK, just checking in. Update. I didn't go to the girl's house in the end. Why? She, she came to mine. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, and got it. The book. <laughs> but she didn't stay. Wow. Uh, because we, but because we sit next to each other in English, oh, is there a bit of elbow? Do you do a bit of elbow work sometimes? AK the producer, is there a bit of like, is there a bit of like elbow touch to touch? Oh, the electricity! What a time to be alive! <laughs> That's what you do, when you? you kind of just go 
And if she <laughs> and she keeps her elbow there, then then she's you know. key. Oh, great times. Uh, but she didn't. Anyway, English. We got paired to do a PowerPoint, a PowerPoint together. Really excited. We worked on it together for three hours last night. Finished three slides because they were talking so much. Lovely. We're not in school right now, so it's probably going to get quiet in the next couple of weeks. But the chemistry is there, and we just bounce off each other, metaphorically. The only thing that could spoil it all is if Arsenal lose again, because in that case, I won't be talking to anyone again for years. Now, don't you know you've already made a mistake by supporting them, AK. Don't let them fuck up your life anymore. That's it. Uh, it was the comments that made me laugh here. Charlie Peach, can you give me more details about the bouncing? <laughs> also, wh- what has she actually won? <laughs> Question mark. I hope the presentation goes well. I know Because I think we're all thinking, at the end of that comment, we're thinking, there's only one question. What has she won? Blake Newton uh, came to yours and got it, though. There you go. Forget that. Steve Poulsen, agree with Charlie here. If she ain't won nothing, then drop her. <laughs> what has she won? What has she won? Phil Gilmore, sounds like a winner to me, my slug. Don't let Arteta's hairline bring you down, though. Girls can change like the wind. Got to be relaxed with it. But don't let it slip through your fingers. Very, very tight balance that. Difficult. Because you're not interested enough. She is worth more than Xhaka and Elneny anyway. Charlie Peach, Finn Gilmore. I do fear he's thinking she's the Thomas Party when she might not answer all his midfield brackets homework questions and he finds himself in mid-table. What does that mean? Mid-table. Um, need to keep options open here, AK. January window is coming up too. What's your budget like? What? Where are we now? I'm what? so lost. Hang on. Let me read that again. Try to be, I do fear she is. I do, I don't, oh, Christ. I do fear he's thinking she's the Thomas Partey when she might not answer all his midfield brackets, homework options, questions. And he finds himself mid-table. Need to keep options open here, AK. January window is coming up too. What's your budget like? What's the budget? I don't understand. Charlie, Finn came back. Charlie Peach, that's true. What world are these two talking to each other in? I have no idea. Um, I think Finn's here right now, actually. Uh, open open uh, talks got a deal in principle. Only issue is she will be talking to other clubs. You just got to hope the brother has a good scouting network and moves. Well, I'm lost. Fortunately, AK came back. Uh, so it does seem like she's in talks with other clubs. So there's other options available to her. So this really is on a knife edge, but I am the move she seems most interested in. Fantastic. She hasn't won my heart completely yet, but she did win a karate trophy at the age of six. So she has, she has won, won something. something. I want her to sign for me this season. If the deal falls through, I have open talks with. Uh, I haven't open talks with anyone else, but I'm not afraid of doing so. Oh, leak something to the press. Uh, neither of us are committed to a move, but it looks likely. Okay, the producer. Uh, we have good chemistry. Uh, we've had a three-hour FaceTime call and the conversation stayed consistently good. Charlie Peach is back. Would you be willing to sign up to a long-term deal? Goal bonuses are notoriously tricky to negotiate in the January window. The karate trophy is a... <laughs> the karate trophy is a big plus. <laughs> but has she kicked on? You don't want to be signing up to a sinking ship. You've already done that by supporting Arsenal. Does she have a good agent, best mate, who can put a good word in for you? <laughs> 
Okay, listen to the end of this bit. Okay, the producer. Her agent's quite neutral towards the club, and a long-term deal isn't really on the cards for either of us. It's a Ronaldo United situation. A few good, a few very good seasons, and both of us move on to great new things after two years. Brackets end of A levels. If you've I, been I, able to stick with that, you've done very well. So I think it's going well. I think it's going well that they're not really interested in each other, and they're not. I don't know. I, I that was that was. Uh... That's the problem with this time of year, isn't it? Everyone's everyone's looking for a move around January time. If this was a summer love affair, then it'd be very different, very very cut and dry. Indeed. Uh, let's finish off with a comment from our boy Garrett. Remember Garrett? Of course. Back in the he's the OG from one one for the weekend. Exactly, Garrett. He, when we did what was that the brand we were involved brand in? League, wasn't it? And he would he would yeah, do a pick the predictions. Yeah, I remember. Um. So let's finish off with this. It's great to hear from Garrett. I'm pleased you're well, mate. Anyway, he says, uh, just checking in. Merry Christmas, Garrett. Just checking in. A couple of years back, I got some Flames advice to go after a girl in California. She was genuinely into me, but a family emergency took her into a difficult place mentally, and I wasn't close enough to support her, and it didn't work out. It was a difficult experience, but I finally found love again this year, and it's better Good. than ever. James, you're not kidding when you say the one you end up will like you. <laughs> Seems obvious, isn't it? But uh, We all get in our own way. A simple thing means so much. The pandemic hasn't been kind to so many people, but a lovely bird I met at a Christmas party back in 2019. Great times. She was not single at the time. Reached out to me as things were starting to look like they were getting better pandemic-wise in the late spring, early summer. She was finishing up her law degree... No. Yeah, and I went to visit her for a week after she reached out. We instantly knew we were a perfect match, and it's been bliss ever since. She's working remotely at the moment, but once everything is headed back to normal, we'll be moving to New York City together, where my sister also lives. Couldn't imagine life being any more hopeful than it is right now, and there are plenty of challenges for everyone. But I wanted to share the positive vibes. Keep up the good work with the pod. You'll never. Well, don't read the yeah, yeah. It's nothing to do with this. It's nothing to do with this. Oh, it kind of is. No, it ain't. Because you will never walk alone. Because you've got. Some people do. Life. Some people don't find the one they love, and they, they <laughs> die lonely. That is wonderful, Garrett. Absolutely wonderful. Isn't that nice, Garrett? Yeah. Congratulations, mate. Let's give you an applause. There you go. I just, it's like, we did it last week because we were kind of... Obviously, we, this, this podcast is nonsense. We know that. Uh, but it's our nonsense. And there are some lovely moments along the way. And Garrett, who we, we are invested in Garrett. We want him we to know. be happy. Well, we- I, thought, I, I thought he might have died or something because he hadn't been in the comments for ages. This is what I'm saying. If you haven't been, it's fallen. Yeah, if you haven't been in the comments, you've got to just check in so that we know that you haven't died. Yes. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, that, those are all the comments I have to read out today. Good. And thus, that is the end of our Christmas Day pod. Not pod. <laughs> pod. Pod. Um, Merry Christmas, Thanks, everyone. I, I know yeah. it's like we've. I've had it myself. Like Flav, Flav's fortunate enough, I guess, sort of that his his Christmas hasn't changed because he's tier two, and you you had what you had, didn't you? And nothing was really changing. But for me, and being in the southeast, we've generally actually been quite lucky with it all in terms of not having to sort of obviously been in different tiers, but it's not as been as, as 
um, confined and disappointing as it has been in other areas of the country. But we kind of got our dose of it now with with Christmas Day. So I'm sure there are a lot of people that are probably not being able to do what they're able to do today on Christmas Day. So for all of you guys, just to, just to say, like, if you are, you know, if you are feeling down, we hope this has kind of uh, alleviated it for a little bit. And we do care about you lot because we are like-minded. Because if you like this podcast and you're still listening to me right now, then in my opinion, you're a bloody good egg. So don't forget that today, tomorrow, the day after that, and and into 2021. Because it's all gonna, it is all gonna get better. Um, so take a deep breath and um, eat some chocolates, isn't it? Uh, I don't know if you can hear that, but that your your um your lovely message there, and it's really important, was punctuated by my dog throwing up. And if that isn't a <laughs> perfect, if that, if that isn't a way to sum up this year so far, then uh, I don't know what I don't know what it is. But we're nearly through it. Everybody's nearly through it. Christmas Day for a lot of people is going to be the toughest part. You don't get to see your family. You know what Christmas is about. It's about family. It's about being together and being with the ones you love. And by not being with them, you're showing how much you love them, right? You don't want to, you don't want to put them at risk, and you want this to end. And 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 you're willing to sacrifice uh, your, you know, the kind of Christmas day you want to have for their safety. Because despite what some people are saying, this is real. The virus is real. You know, most people believe this. The vaccinations will stop it, and we just got to hold on a little bit longer. And I tell you what, while this Christmas might not be the greatest the summer and the rest of the year and leading up to Christmas is going to be the best year of our lives. Yeah. That's it. Try and have that appreciation. Try and take a second to kind of know that that like Flav said there, that it's just, it's not forever in what in, you know, be it Christmas day, be if, if, you know, you're feeling down today, if you felt down yesterday and today, it's not forever. It is not forever. And so, yeah. and, And we, like we giggle so much. There's like there's bits in this podcast that are going to be cut out because they're completely inappropriate, and we're sorry about that. But that that is because of the environment that we've been able to create where we can just be silly, and you guys are completely a part of that. Um, so thank you for being involved, for getting involved in the comments every week, for making us cry with laughter every single week, um, and and have a great Christmas. Um, as much as you can do and we'll, we'll see you in uh, in 2021 for sure um, cool Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to the patrons thank you guys again you know who you are we really love that you're here and that you turn up and you're willing to listen to us talk bollocks for so long um, heroes right guys speak soon all the best bye bye yeah.